everybody, and welcome to the Celebrity Death Pool podcast. My name is Bethany. I am your host. With me, as always, is my very good friend, Brad. What's up, Brad? Hello. So it is, um, it has been like a month since we've been, we've recorded. It's been a very busy and hectic month. So we took a little bit of time to get our stuff together, but it's been a, not only a busy month, um, personally between the two of us, because we both have kids and it's the end of the school year. And there's just so much going on, um, that we just haven't had a time to connect, but we've got a lot of people that have died in the month. Um, I think our last recording went live at the end of March. We are recording right now at the beginning of May. Oh, and you know what? Let me be the first one to say it. Happy Star Wars Day. May the 4th oh, yeah. be with you. <laughs> as of this recording tomorrow. That's right. May the 4th be with you. Um, so it's been, like I said, it's been about a month since we've had a chance to talk. Because Which I heard a fun fact about Star Wars today. What's that? Okay. Mark Hamill in The Last Jedi was o- older than Alec Guinness was when he filmed the original Star Wars. So you wow. look at Alec Guinness like this really old man. Right. Well, Mark Hamill in real life was older than Alec Guinness when they filmed The Last Jedi. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's a, that almost doesn't seem possible, but I guess, I mean, it, that's how it goes, right? Wow. It, it's the, the Brimley effect, but it's just... <laughs> It, it, I heard that today. I'm thinking, oh my God, I can't believe that. I can't believe that either. So. Well, good for him. I wonder. Right. Yeah, that's a very interesting little fun fact. I don't know. And I'm not going to Google it right now, but I wonder how old Alec Guinness was when he passed away. I mean, he had to be significantly older. Than oh, that. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He lived for a while. So, well, that's interesting. That's a fun little tidbit. Thanks, Brad, for that You're little welcome. nugget of knowledge. Um, if you're not a Star Wars fan, Mark Hamill is Luke Skywalker and Alec Guinness is Obi-Wan Kenobi in the original Star Wars. Um, so there you go. Go look that up. Fun fact. Um, and if you're not a Star Wars fan, what's wrong with you? Like, what well, do you, do with you time? need to catch up. There's some good <laughs> movies you're missing out on. What do you do with your time? Um, there's some good movies that you're missing out on. And there's some absolute utter toilet flush that you could easily skip. Yep. Phantom Menace. I'm looking at you. Um, (laughs) so we've had some big deaths. We've actually had some points awarded. The game is, is, the game is off and running. Game is off and running. So we did have points going, um, previously. We've had a couple of people that have passed away previously. So we did have some points already awarded earlier in this year. It's been, I mean, in comparison to other years, it's really, it's pretty freaking slow. Um, but We'll get to that. We'll get to points here in a little bit, but let's talk about some of the big people that have died. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that for us, the biggest name that passed away was Taylor Hawkins. I would agree. um, Who was a member of the Foo Fighters. And he passed away before a concert that they were set to play at in Columbia, correct? Yes, he was supposed to play that night, I think, when they found him. I yeah. think they went, I, everybody was at the venue 
waiting. When they made the announcement. Yes. That it happened. Yeah. Which, I mean, imagine if you were going to that show, you had bought tickets a few months ago, probably the excitement, the anticipation, you're really excited. You get there and you hear that announcement. Right. Right. That's devastating. And, you know, I mean, they, they just announced, if I understand correctly, they just announced simply that, that the Foo Fighters were not going to play. So if you're in that crowd and you don't know what's happened, you're probably just pissed. Yeah. And then in in the digital age, they all looked at their phone. Right. And they're like, Oh my God, Taylor Hawkins died. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's sad. It's, I guess that, you know, the older we get, you know, we know that it's not what it used to be backstage in the eighties. And, you know, these people have families and they have kids, but you know, unfortunately, some of these demons, it's hard for these guys to kick. It is a lifestyle that you and I just will not, will never understand. Right. Um, it's, I mean, um, it's really sad too, because he has, he struggled with addiction for quite some time. Um, you read it. I am starting to read it. Um, the Dave Grohl autobiography. Highly recommend it for anybody um, that's a fan of Nirvana, Foo Fighters, or just that, that era. Right. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to get into it. A friend of mine just finished it and let me borrow it. Um, full disclosure, I am an incredibly slow reader, uh, because I will find almost anything else to do. So, so Kimber, if you're hoping to get that book back anytime in this century, uh, good luck on that one. I will do my best, but, um, I am excited to read it. And I know that, you know, it's been no secret that Taylor Hawkins has struggled with addiction for years. And I think he's had, you know, ebbs and flows of sobriety here and there, but I don't ever really think that he was a hundred percent clean. And in all honesty, when asked, he would often dodge questions about his sobriety um, or how clean he was. And I'm sure it's probably because he wasn't. So it's very sad to, to hear that, you know, yet another one of our generation has gone away because so, of that. You know what? I would also recommend there's a really good Alanis Morissette documentary. Mm. May have been on HBO Max, mm-hmm. um, but it predominantly features Taylor Hawkins because he was her drummer. Right. When she went out on tour and he is he was her rock and he just you look at that rock and roll lifestyle and you think, wow, what a life. Mm-hmm. And then you hear something like that and you kind of think, well, I thought this guy was living such a great life, but there's influences and stressors you don't see. You only see them for two out of the 24 hours of that day when they're on stage. Sure. They got a lot of downtime sometimes. Right. And well, and, and it's not even just the influence and the stressors too. It's, um, you know, these are, these are human beings just like anybody else. And they struggle with demons and addiction and cravings just like. Right. Just like everybody else. And um, unfortunately, because of their lifestyle and probably cash flow, they have a lot easier access to stuff than maybe average Joe does. Um, but it's still it's in, it's really sad. I mean, it really is. And I have said it before and I will continue to say it. But if somebody could kindly do a well check on Eddie Vedder, I would very much <laughs> appreciate it because you know, my generation of, of rock gods is, 
they're they're all leaving me and i'm i'm really bummed out about it um you know, i think so the sad thing is too it's when i hear about someone like taylor hawkins passing it's how much music now are we not going to get that we would have gotten right other right and they're even saying i just heard it as recently as yesterday on the radio is are the foo fighters going to continue and you yeah. know they talk about no disrespect to any of the other members of the band but you probably clearly could say sure they would continue but taylor was so close to david and he was such a face and such he was the heartbeat of that band that it will be interesting to see what happens moving forward my prediction is it may not go forward as the foo fighters they may bring in somebody else but they may not call it the foo fighters they may call it something different you know yeah. you, you never know yeah um obviously business takes over and there's a lot of money at stake when you you do all that but it'll be interesting to see but it really is sad to me just like you know when eddie van halen died how much music now are we not going to get right and it's uh, you know i mean it's very possible that they may go that route because i know um you know when when um Adam from the Beastie Boys was sick. They they kind of, you know, they stopped. They stopped recording music. They stopped touring. They stopped, and they've all pretty much, re but retired. You know, the two remaining members of the Beastie Boys have just kind of called it quits. Um, and in fact, when they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they didn't even play because he was he was so ill that they had other people come out and play. I could very easily see Foo Fighters kind of going that route, and the fact mm -hmm. that they this is not this is no longer the, the same band that it was right. and either calling it quits you know altogether it, or it's like what he said. did with Nirvana when yeah. Kurt Cobain comes off. Now Kurt was more, uh, he, uh yeah. he was Nirvana. He was Nirvana. Right. You couldn't get somebody else, but you know, that band dissolved and they went their separate ways. And he just did this little side project where he recorded this demo tape where he played all the instruments and just called it Foo Fighters. He actually turned down a job. Dave Grohl turned down a job to be the lead drummer with Tom Bet Tom Petty's touring band because he mm -hmm. wanted to do this. Right. And obviously, hindsight, he made the right choice. But now it'll be interesting to see what happens moving forward. Right. Yeah. So I so, mean, you would assume that if they do anything going forward, it's for the you know arguably the love of the game, if you will. Um, well, he was one. Not because nobody of the had. Money. Nobody had. No. No, absolutely not. Um, and if you did, I want to have a conversation with you and find out why you put him down. Right. I mean, he was only 50, um, yeah. which is shocking right there in and of itself. Um, so, yeah, I, nobody had him on their list. Um, to your point, if they did, I mean, what sort of voodoo magic are you working? What did you, you know? Remember, you can't have anything. You cannot cause the death. Correct. That is one of the cardinal involved. rules. In the passing cardinal rule of a celebrity death club is uh that you do not cause a celebrity's death so um so yeah that was probably the biggest one or at least one of the biggest ones i would say the biggest one um and then moving on to one that just very recently happened which was naomi judd um and they are saying that she has struggled with depression uh, for years and that she actually took her own life. So are they, say, are they actually saying that now? Because when it came out a few days ago, they said she died of mental illness 
And then her daughter said that they were with her saying the Lord's prayer. And I'm like, well, what did you guys play? I mean, I was looking for more clarity on, well, exactly what happened, but are they now saying it was suicide? Um, according to people, they are saying that uh, country legend Naomi Judd died by suicide after longtime struggles with mental health. Wow. So um, now they're saying that this is coming from multiple sources. However, an official representative for the the Judds and for, for Naomi Judd specifically have not, you know, specific, specifically, I can speak English, um, come forward and said that, but it sounds like a lot of people in that camp and those that know um, are, are making that statement. That Maybe they said the prayer after they found her, unfortunately. Yeah, it's very possible. And I don't really know the specifics. I know that she was getting ready, the Judds, um, which I'm not a country music fan. So this is, I, I couldn't, if you played a song for me by them, I wouldn't know it. Um, but the Judds, which were Naomi Judd and her daughter, Winona, right? right. Winona. Um, and then Winona went on to have her own solo career for yes, a while. She did. You're right. Um, and then there, the other daughter, Ashley, is an actress. Was um, an actress. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. She has seen her lately. She has not done much lately. Um, She's not looking too good. The plastic surgery didn't take very well to her. You know what? I I haven't seen her lately except for just like her talking about this situation. And I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt that maybe it's trauma and all the crying and the puffiness and swelling because of your just crying all of the time. I think so it's plastic surgery with that. It might be. It might be. Um, and they were supposed to go on a tour this fall. They were supposed to go on a tour. And um, so, so Naomi died presumably by her own hand the day before the Judds were supposed to get inducted, the day or two days before they were supposed to be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame, I believe, right. which right. right there in and of itself, I'm a little surprised about because, again, I don't listen to country music, but even I know the name the Judds and how big they right. are. And the fact that they weren't in the Country Music Hall of Fame to begin with was a little shocking. Right. Um, so neither here nor there. Flames in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, go figure. Well, there you go. <laughs> um near whatever i mean i'm not responsible for any of that so who knows what the thought process was of who gets inducted and when but um the the sisters uh winona and ashley came out and made a statement you know saying that they wish their mom had been able to hang on you know a day or two more to to receive that honor and to get inducted in the hall of fame i'm going to guess and again i am not a mental health expert this is not my forte it's not i'm not a physician but I'm going to guess that this was probably the stress and anxiety of the actual being inducted and the honor that goes along with it that probably maybe pushed you know over it, the edge. I'm, I'm becoming more and more convinced that mental illness, it's not just, oh, come on, get over it. It's an no, illness. It's it an is. illness like everything else. And these people can have a life that you can only dream of. And it's an illness. Yeah. And it probably doesn't matter what they have. It's an illness. And some people manage it. Some people manage it with medication. You hope that people can push through, but you have to really feel for these people that succumb to this illness. It's an illness like anything else, like addictions and illness. You know, the one thing I could say about Naomi, for years, you've always heard about her health problems in the news. So yes, I was surprised to hear she passed away, but then I wasn't surprised because 
for years, you've always heard about her health issues and her mental health struggles and all of that over the years. There's always been starts and stops with her. So I wasn't surprised, but yes, yet when you hear the facts, it is upsetting. I think I was surprised. Uh, I mean, like, like you said, mental health is an illness or, or, you know, mental illness is, is the same as anything else. You know, it's, it's, you know, the same, it's just as important, if not more important than your physical health. And, you know, like you were saying, the starts and stops are hearing it kind of repeatedly in the news. I mean, that's like anything else, you know, I mean, uh, you, you have physical ailments that you treat and they get a little better and you move on and, and you think things are going great. And then, you know, something, it flares up, you throw your back out again and you have to get it fixed again. Mental illness is something that has to constantly be worked on. It's never anything that's, you know, air quote fixed. You're you're never cured. You're never cured. I mean, you know, you learn to live with it. You learn to live cope. You learn coping coping mechanisms. mechanisms, Right. Um, but it is definitely something that is an ongoing situation and, and you hope that people, you know, can thrive and, and survive. Um, but unfortunately, and it sounds like this is the case, unfortunately, you know, they, they choose other avenues, which is tragic. Um, I, I don't know, but I would admit, we know that she's a mother. I'm going to assume that she's a grandmother. I believe that Winona has kids. Um, sure I don't know I if Ashley has kids or not. Um, and I honestly, I don't know if there's other Judd kids out there, if they're the only I two. I think that's it. I think it's just, <laughs> he was a single mom with those two. Yeah. You know what? Hang on. I just pulled up. I've got her Wikipedia page here and she does. There are at least two, two grandchildren listed here. Okay. So it's just very sad to think yeah. that, you know, they're not going to have grandma around, but yeah. So that was, that was a big one that happened. And that one actually just happened pretty recently. Um, yeah, just a couple of days ago. So that was a sad one. Um, one that I want to talk about, um, are what I think is kind of in a morbid fascination kind of way is the Seinfeld moms. (laughs) Um, I know that's, it's crazy when you look at the numbers and see what happened. Right. And you didn't really hear about it much in the news. They didn't really make the connection or even you just kind of she died and that was it if anybody has ever watched Seinfeld which I would I would imagine everyone has watched Seinfeld at least once in their entire life unless um, you're Gen Z <laughs> unless you're right but they're probably not them they're they're learning they're learning and I think even they are kind of watching it I don't necessarily think a lot of the jokes have maybe aged as well as one right. would hope right. um but Everyone knows the show Seinfeld and both women who played the mothers of Jerry Seinfeld and George Costanza died just in this past month. They died within a month of each other and they were both 93 at the time of their death, which to me, I think this is just one of those crazy coincidences. So Estelle Harris and Liz Sheridan, Estelle Harris was George Costanza's mother. Liz Sheridan was Jerry's mother. Um, on the show, both and they played them brilliantly. Comedian powerhouses. They brilliant. are amazing, amazing women. So brilliant. Anytime either one of them, specifically Estelle Harris, but anytime either of them were in a scene, I think that they stole it. They owned it. They took all of the attention away from anybody else that was there. Um, and they did so 
well capturing the stereotype <laughs> of their group, their generation, their religion. You know, going back to what you said, I think it's our generation is probably the last generation that laughed at Seinfeld and still think it's funny. Right. That, yeah. Though some of those jokes haven't aged very well. They will always be funny to us. But, you know, I, I think for me and a lot of people I know, we all knew moms and grandmothers and aunts exactly like each other. <laughs> I would say that you were probably right about that. Um, they were both so wonderful. And I loved when they were in scenes together. It did not happen often. Um, but when they were in scenes together, it was so great because, you know, the Seinfelds and the Costanzas sort of had that undercurrent of envy, jealousy, hate towards one another with that superficial, cursory, courteous kind of thing, if you will, that went along with it. And that feeling would just resonate through the TV. Like you could just, you know what? It's almost like our generation's all in the family. You're probably right. From the standpoint of taking, you know, stereotypes of the time. Yeah. And really exploiting them. Yeah. To the point where I guarantee you, there's a lot of millennials and Gen Zs, no offense to you guys, but you're going to watch Seinfeld and be appalled and offended. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Yes. I, I would, I would guess that. Like the episode where Kramer got the fat lip and Mel Torme thought he was special. Right, right, right. (laughs) I think a lot of people would have a problem with that today. I think you're probably right. It probably did not. That's just one example of hundreds we could bring up. But if you think about it, though, at the end of Seinfeld, it, I mean, arguably probably one of the worst series finales ever. But if you really put a bow on it at the end, we knew These are not good people. You knew that. You knew that through the whole thing that they're not good people, but you somehow root for them and you're on their side and you're on their team. These people say and act out everything you and I and most people think in those social situations. Probably, yeah. They just act it out and they say it. They verbalize it. They They verbalize it. Yes. We don't. Right. And so it's nice to see what actually happens if you were to do that in that situation. Right. And the very, I mean, the season finale or the series finale of it is the fact that they, what, violated the Good Samaritan law and they didn't help during a robbery and instead stood by the side and like made fun of the robbery it was going on. Um, I don't necessarily know that I would make fun of a robbery while it was going on, but I also don't know that I would actively get involved in it and (laughs) fight anybody or, or whatever. True. You know, so... I do, I do kind of get it. But then when you look at, you know, I mean, it was a parade of kind of, this is your life. Those, the, the last two episodes of all of they these were characters. On trial. Coming, yes, they were on trial and all of these characters are coming back and kind of, you know, digging up all of the crap that these, these four main characters did over however long the series was. Um, and just sh- kind of showcasing that their character and their behavior and their demeanor was terrible. Right. Um, just awful, really, truly awful human beings who tried to be good. But, you know, I mean, there's a thousand and one TV shows that are like that where you're rooting for the bad guys. One of the funniest shows ever. 
Oh, without question, one of the funniest shows ever. The scene, the parking garage is without question my favorite Seinfeld episode. Maybe one of my favorite television episodes of all time. Do you know that is the very first Seinfeld I ever saw? Oh, you're kidding. God, what an induction. Was the parking garage episode. That episode was so well done and fully encapsulated the whole show about nothing because yeah. it was about a, enough. it was about a half an hour they walked around a garage looking, looking for, for your car, car. right <laughs> and elaine with the fish the fish is dying <laughs> that was my first episode i love that episode so um so yeah so estelle harris and liz sheridan the moms of seinfeld have passed away um, Estelle Harris was also probably, if you're a Gen Zer, if you're one of the younger ones, you grew up listening to her on Toy Story. Yeah. Uh, she was Mrs. Potato Head. Potato Head. Yeah. I packed your angry eyes. Um, Along with Don Rickles, who has since passed, who yes. played Mr. Potato Head. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And what a cute little couple they were. I know they, they were um, great. So. So yeah, so that I just thought that was really interesting because Estelle passed away first and it was like, oh, that's a shame. And literally within weeks, a couple of weeks, yeah, it was yeah. Liz Sheridan. And then when I was doing show notes today, I realized that they were the exact same age when they yeah, passed away. That's so, when I realized it too. I thought that is strange. No one brought that up. That is a, that is a crazy coincidence. So um, yeah, so those, those two have gone. So moving on from our Seinfeld moms, Let's talk about Gilbert Gottfried, um, passed away within the sad. last couple of weeks. Very sad. 67 years old. Too young. Um, right. Right. And he um, died of an illness, but I don't think they said what it was, that he'd been struggling with an illness. Yeah. And if they have, I, I didn't find it or didn't I didn't see find it. it either. I don't know if they've yeah. come out with it or maybe they're not, but they said he had been struggling with an illness. Yeah. Which is sad. Um, he has been... Thin. I mean, you've kind of, I mean, he's been he was always thin though. He was always thin, but this was kind of like that sort of like thinner. More thinner, but I hate to say it, but I also kind of thought, well, he's also getting older and you know, like a lot of times some folks that get a little bit older, get a little bit thinner and they look a little bit more sickly, even though maybe they aren't. So I just kind of chalked it up to that. Um, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I don't know what his illness was. Um, but, Actually, yeah. we had him in person in the late 90s. Seriously? Where? Yeah. Here in St. Louis, when Union Station had a comedy club, I was walking through Union Station late at night. It must have been 1.30 in the morning with a friend. And these two people were walking towards us. And there's nobody else in the mall. It was mm-hmm. empty. Mm-hmm. And as we're walking and we got closer, the two people turned out to be Penn Jillette and Gilbert Gottfried. Wow. And they were playing at the comedy club and we just stopped and I said, hi, I told him I was a member of the tribe and, uh, and he, he, he did the act. He was Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried. He wasn't a normal, he he did his thing and right. Pendulette was very nice and gracious and shook our hand. And then we went our ways. Wow, that's like, crazy. How random is that? We just ran into those two celebrities. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. Um, for those that are not from the St. Louis area, Union Station used to be an old train station, uh, not an old train. It used to be the train station in downtown St. Louis. Um, it kind of fell into disrepair. And then somewhere in the, like the late 80s, early 90s, they 
tried to have a, a revitalization of it and made it into a shopping mall. And there was a shopping would, mall there. If you are a fan of Escape from New York. You'd know Union Station because it was uh, used as Grand Central Station. Oh, okay. The wrestling scene was filmed in what is now the lobby of the hotel. Well, so, there you go. A little trivia for all of you out there that are Escape <laughs> from New York fans like me. It's beautiful. It's a gorgeous place. Um, the mall did not last for very long. And then it kind of fell back into a little bit disarray. And now just recently... There's kind of been a new resurgence of it um, with the aquarium and there's like a ropes or zip line thing there and a big Ferris wheel and stuff. So it is, it's kind of picking back up again, but that's very random and very exciting that you met him wandering the streets of St. Louis at 1.30 in the morning. Good for you. Um, I found a picture of him. So Gilbert Godfrey, I think, you know, I think his kind of shtick, and I could be wrong about this, but I think his stick was, or shtick is to kind of just be um, a little annoying. <laughs> you know what? He's and one of those. sort of nails either, on a chalkboard. Either you think he's funny or you don't. There's yes. no in between with Gilbert. And I think. And I don't. Everyone, the, probably the most classic thing and what everyone remembers him from, other than the Affleck duck, was Beverly Hills Cop 2. You where think? he played that's he the big thing it is he played the attorney he had two minutes in the film and it's probably his most memorable scene but there is a movie that i know most people did not see that he was in it was the adventures of ford fairlane which was an andrew dice clay movie i remember that yeah yep. and he gilbert Gottfried, played the dj okay that was killed live on the air um how random is that i know but it's one of those things it's like you, you see this obscure movie that most people haven't seen and you like it and you know that's what i know him from is the yeah. adventure of the ford fairlane yeah he um it's not my scope of humor there's not i i i think the 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 bit the act of being like gilbert godfrey with the voice and the and the and the laugh and the whole thing it's not for me. Um, I understand why people get it. And I understand why people think that's funny. And I, I, I totally, I mean, I get why he was a huge celebrity because of it. It's not my thing. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, you can't deny the fact that it was you know, an unrecognized, I mean, like it was, you 100% knew who course. that person was when they were talking. And um, he got really popular on those celebrity roasts that Comedy Central would start oh, doing. Oh, yeah. And he was really good on those. I would recommend if you haven't heard it, go to YouTube and put in Gilbert Gottfried, Pamela Anderson, and you will, at least I did, fall out of your chair laughing. <laughs> so he he did that was his really moment. good on those roasts. He was yeah. funny. Yeah. Um on Howard Stern. He was a good guest on Stern. Yeah. It was so where I was going with this when I lost my train of thought and got very sidetracked. But um when I was like looking for stuff about you know, making our list here of people, I found a photo of Gilbert Gottfried, Louis Anderson, and Bob Saget. And it was a fairly, rec fairly recent photo yep. of the three of them together. And it's so sad to know that all three of them are gone. All three of them are gone this year. Yeah. So that, that was just one of those kind of like, I mean, mind this is kind of for me, one of those generational things, like 
all of those comedians that, you know, I, at least I grew up watching, you know, their stand-up, their movies, their mm-hmm. sitcoms are gone. Yeah. And it just, again, it, another nail in the coffin, like, wow, your childhood really is, is gone. These people are going away. You know what I think is so surreal about all of this is that I can remember being probably my son's age. So my son is 14 and I was maybe around his age and I can remember sitting in the living room and I don't remember who died, but a celebrity died. And I remember thinking, I have no idea who this person is. I've never heard of them before, but my parents were distraught. And it was very, and I remember my mom saying something like, you just wait, wait until you're our age. And all of these people, you know, your age start dying. And of course, you know, your 14 year old brain can't wrap your head around that. And you're like, whatever, I'm immortal. We're all going to live forever. And it's, it's all, it's like, it's all happening. Um, And it's very surreal. You you know, the in memorandums they do on the award show. Yeah. When I was a kid. I didn't know who any of those people were. No. And all I heard was my parents in the background going, Ooh, oh yeah. Oh. That's right. me. Now that's me. Right. Exactly. It's like, oh, I forgot about that one. Oh, that's right. so sad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's and it's I think too, a lot of it, and it's, you know, I I get excited when I see celebrities that have kind of crossed generations or have been, you know, kind of touched different eras. Um, one that just sprung to mind and we didn't talk about it, but it just sprung to mind is one of these is Robert Morse, um, who maybe, you know, that name, maybe you don't, I know him from nothing other than Mad Men, but he was on Mad Men and he was one of the key players on Mad Men, which is a show that I absolutely adore. Um, and that's the only thing that I know him from. And in fact, when the, when the notice kind of came up on Google or TMZ or whatever, that he had passed away. The photo that they used from him was old and it was black and white and he was young and I had no idea who it was until I clicked on the link and read and I'm like, oh, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. I know this guy. Um, And so, yeah, so I think it's crazy that it's like, I mean, he had a whole life and a whole career before Mad Men was even a thing um, that I'm sure that a thousand other people know him from, but I know him from Mad Men. So I just think it's really interesting when you hear a lot of these celebrities that, like I said, bleed over multiple generations and impact, you know, all of those fans of people or, you know, genres of stuff, um, you know, just depending on what they did, whether it's acting or music or sports or whatever it is. Um, you know, if you look at somebody like an OJ where, you know, half the people know him from sports and the other half of the people know him from movies. And then there's another half of people know him for killing his wife. So, you know, I mean, it just kind of depends on, on where, where he hit the news and what age you were. Um, so the last one that I have on my list, well, I actually have two on my list and one of them I'll, I'll kind of close out with, cause it's a, it's a quickie, but one that I have on my list and I want to bring it up because it does impact the game. There <laughs> were, there were points awarded for this one. Um, Tom Parker who was the lead singer for a British boy band called The Wanted, um, passed what away. Year? What's when that? Were they popular? When were they popular? They were popular like in the 2000s. Well, he's only 33. Oh, wow. He's young. 
Yeah, he's very young. So they, they were they were popular. I want I want to say that they were popular kind of around the take that era, which I you don't know either. Um, but it was it was I mean they were a British band, so they were far more famous over there than they were here. But they yeah. did have a couple of hits. Of course, I can't think of any of them right now, and I didn't think to Google it or write it down. Um, but Tom Parker was actually my wine house huh. um no not, not this year don't get excited oh. because i wasn't that smart um he was my wine house last year and at the end of last year they made a very big announcement that um that he he died from a terminal brain tumor he had a had had oh. a tumor in his brain That's um sad. it's very sad because he has two little bitty babies oh i know i know so in interest of the game i had to play strategy and i put him as my wine house because he was very young and so i'm trying to play the game at the end of the year there were some there was some pretty good news and the fact that he had announced that his that treatments were working and the tumor was shrinking and things were going good he actually did a little reunion show where he came out and the band came out and he was like sit he was they were all sitting so i think they were kind of masking maybe how sick he was but they were all sitting they sang a couple of songs the babies were there with their little headphones on you know like waving to daddy and it was one of those like well this is great this is great news for them you know like this is fantastic that everything is going good so i did keep him on my list but i took him off as my wine house because i thought things are looking up for them and things are going well. And then just within the last couple of weeks, they announced that he had passed away. So I don't know if it wasn't quite as rosy as they were pointing, you know, like making it out to be, um, or if things just took a really sharp turn for the worst, but, um, yeah. So he passed away. He was 33, very young. Um, there were two of us that had him on our list. So we did split, the points but each of us got 20 points so all of that stuff that i said about i suck at this game and that i'm not any good at it i did get points out of that so for the first time probably in four years i have points well there you go <laughs> congratulations welcome thanks. to the game thanks it's kind of interesting to be on this side of the table yeah <laughs> um so i've got one more but who did you have on your list who did you who did you want to talk about so we've talked about most of the people. The only other ones that I was going to bring up that we haven't talked about really quick is uh, Dwayne Haskins, the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who also played at Ohio State, who was possibly going to be the heir apparent to Ben Roethlisberger. Since I was just going to ask, isn't Brent, Ben Roethlisberger, it wasn't he, but he's retiring. He's retired. He and okay. Dwayne at 24, for some reason, crossed the highway and got hit by a truck. Holy shit. And that's how he died. And the other one is more, you know, local to St. Louis, but is very predominant in the business world is Michael Nydorf, the CEO of Centene. Passed oh, away. Okay. Who, you know, Old Centene sick. is, he, I think he was sick. And Centene is, you know, one of the country's largest providers of Medicaid insurance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's, he's done very well for himself. So that was, Full disclosure, I do have Centene stock and, you know, he was one of the reasons why you buy the stock and, you know, right. just was a, a good businessman, philanthropist. 
who passed, which is very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, I was going to wrap up with our rapper roundup. Rapper roundup. Because we did have two rappers pass away. We had Archie Eversole at 37. Never heard of him. Unfortunately murdered by his brother. Okay. And then the other one is DJ Kaysley, who was 55. And this one I'm sad because he had a four-month battle with COVID. Oh, my gosh. I don't think it was much the rapper lifestyle that did him in. It was the pandemic that did him in. Right. But if any of you had either of those two rappers, you're probably getting points. And again, the only reason why we do the rapper roundup is it seems every time we have a podcast, we have a young rapper that succumbed for some reason, whether it's, you know, getting shot, getting overdosing, (laughs) COVID now. Right. So that's the wrapper roundup. COVID knows no bounds. It will take you out. Um, So I have one more. And this one actually just hit, I think, today. Um, And hopefully I will say her name correctly, but I believe it's Kayla or Kalia Posey, um, which... I it was on Toddlers and Tiaras. I don't even know if Toddlers and Tiaras is on any longer. I don't think it's on anymore. Um, I didn't really watch it when it was on. Maybe on a hungover Sunday when I didn't feel like finding the remote, it might have been on for quite some time. I don't remember her. I don't know her. But if you've ever used a meme or a GIF, GIF, however you pronounce them. Um, if you use the little function on your iPhone where you can send the little funny pictures to people, I guarantee that I have sent this little meme to someone or everyone in my contact list, but it's the excited little girl. And I've just went and looked and they've taken it off. She's no longer there. She's not an option to send. Um, Mm. but she is, um, it's a pink background. She's got brunette hair. She's got kind of a round, so I don't want to say chubby because it wasn't chubby. I mean, she was a little girl, but kind of a round face and brown eyes. And she does this sort of like smirky, excited, like, ooh, kind of like, you know, I'm so excited about whatever it was that she was being interviewed for. And it's the cutest thing ever. And like I said, I probably use that little thing um, a million and one times. Uh, she was only 16. And her parents posted something about her being their angel now or something like that. And they posted Mm -hmm. a photo of her in like a gown. And I don't know if it was her prom dress or if it was if she was still in pageants or doing something. She was a beautiful young lady. So I don't know if she was still doing pageants or not or if it was some tragic accident on on a prom night or whatever. The news just broke. Honest to goodness, maybe four or five hours before we're doing our podcast. So I don't necessarily know that all of the details are out, but because I am so well-versed on that little meme, um, it was very shocking to me Um, and kudos to iTunes or whoever runs that for taking it down and not having it there as an option, because I literally went to get it, to send it to you so that you could see what I was talking about. And she's gone. So, um, Kudos to them for taking that down. But yeah, she was, like I said, she was 16. And hopefully I said her name correctly. Kayla or Kalia or Kylia or something like that. Posey. Um, very pretty young lady who happened to pass away today. So, um, so yeah. So that's, 
that's our list. I'm sure that's not an all-encompassing list of all of the celebrities that have passed away since the last time we talked, but quite honestly, I think that's enough. That's quite a, that, that, that was a pretty big list of people. Yeah. Um, so doing a quick roundup on points so far, um, I will, I usually go through these maybe once a month or so and make sure that I haven't missed anybody. We did mm-hmm. start the rule that said um, that the deaths have to be posted on our Facebook page. Celebrity death, right. Celebrity death pool, um, which is on Facebook. It has to be posted there in order for the points to count. So I will go back through and make sure that I haven't missed anybody. But right now, our current leader is Beth. She is holding strong at 60 points. Congratulations, um, Beth. Right. Um, and then not to toot my own horn, but I'm gonna, because it will not last, last long. Um, if I'm looking at this correctly, it looks like my buddy Paul and I are tied for second place with 20 points apiece. Um, so I'm pretty stoked about that. And honestly, I want to give some big props to Paul because this is the first year that he's ever played and he's not only on the board, yeah. but he's in second place. So oh, wow big big ups for him that he's yeah managed to get that done um and if i look at this correctly unless this is an old file where i haven't updated it it looks like there are no other points <laughs> that have been issued unless i'm missing something um there might be and i'm missing it but according to this what i'm looking at right now it doesn't look like it um i will say though when I pulled this up today, just to quickly go through this, I'm always shocked at some of the names. I know I look at this list all the time, but I still get kind of shocked at some of the names that are on here and why people chose them. Um, no offense to Kara and Tracy, but I don't think Johnny Depp, I don't think that this is his year. I don't he's think looking, so either. He's looking pretty good. I watched the yes. trial almost every day. He's, he's about to get great. paid, baby. So he's, he's going to get excited. pretty paid. I yes. don't I am not worrying too much about him. So I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, and there's a couple of other names on here that I, I am pretty confident are going to be doing pretty good. Somebody on here has Pete Davidson. I think it was Beth that has him. Yeah, Beth has him. I don't think that's happening anytime soon. He's, I mean, he's, he's too busy. Doing pretty good with Kim. Him. He was just at the <laughs> Met Gala last night. <laughs> I don't think. I don't he think has every really... reason to live now he's going anywhere anytime soon <laughs> so i think it's interesting beth's choice here though because she has pete davidson and kanye west on her list so i don't know i mean i don't know yeah. kanye's kanye's got you know gotten pretty religious so he's 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 good with the guy upstairs so found jesus um yeah but he's i also think that he's sometimes off of his meds so um but overall so so far so good it's a pretty strong year we're you know not quite halfway through our game year a lot Um, of year left we got a lot of lot of road to cover um you know we've already had some pretty big celebrity deaths so far this year i think out of the gate we talked about you know bob saget was such a surprise and was that the big surprise and i got to be honest i think taylor hawkins nope. might have trumped I think it taylor hawkins is the surprise of the year at least right now yep so um you know i hate to say i hope nobody oh <laughs> i think i hope we're done i hope that that's it we don't have any other more shocking things on top of that but um i think that's 
that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, any other closing thoughts? Anything you want to add? Oh, no, there's, we got to have over half the year to go. So we have a lot of time left. A lot of road, a lot of road. There's a lot of things that could happen. As we mentioned, um, one of the key rules of the celebrity death is our celebrity death club is that you uh, cannot have any activity or involvement in the death of a celebrity. So this just all happens naturally, folks. We got nothing to do with it. We're just playing odds. So, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's also our, you know we want a little CYA for us. So don't come yeah. looking for us. Um, if you want to reach out, ask us questions, anything that you want us to answer on air, or if you have questions about the game, feel free to reach out to us. You can reach us at celebrity death pool podcast at gmail.com. You can follow along with the game at celebrity death pool, um, on Facebook. We are the Facebook page with all of the headstones on the banner page. We also have a celebrity death pool podcast, Facebook page that you can follow along with as well. Um, and with that, I'm going to say, we're going to wrap it up. And until next time, that's the end of it, right? Thanks, Brad, for hanging out with me tonight. Thank you. See you next time. See you next time. Thanks everybody. Have a great night.